0: Fuse box. Okay, this is Fuse box number two hundred and ten Dread Reckoning. And you might just be headed for the rocks. Here
1: sure has a nice. Color, huh? How's the nose there, pal? That tastes a little (laughs) food. Huh. Must have been a bad year. For him. Yeah. Greetings, friends, and welcome in to this. The 210th edition of Fusebox, haphazardly, entitled Dread Reckoning, and uh, I am your sailing on the seas of cheese in a boat made of toast, host, Mark Rose, and uh, over there, throwing an anchor to the drowning MAGA guy, is is the deacon of decibels, Milt Cain's, everybody.
0: Well, thank you kindly. Well, bro, I got to say, you called it.
1: Yes. Yes, I did.
0: You know, I, I just wasn't sure there there were enough folks well, to carry that. Well, let's
1: let's fill in the folks out there on our and
0: That was a few days before the election. So, I, you know, Well, I, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we were talking about what both parties uh, were making key issues about. And uh, with the GOP, it was it was literally all about the economy. And a little economy And did I mention economy? With a slice of crime And everything else that didn't in any way Touch the issue that at least I felt Was going to be the big issue And that was reproductive freedoms A fundamental right Again, not a privilege Not something that has to be approved by a committee Or frankly, even really the deity of your choice (gasps) Sorry, but true. It's a personal decision and uh, should remain one, I think.
0: You know, and I think that bozo Dr. Oz shot himself in the face when he was saying, uh, what was it, during the debate, that abortion should have some kind of political committee involved in that decision. Well, you know
1: what? My my feeling all along was that uh, I'm counting on the votes of women all across this incredibly polarized nation, To send a very clear and unwavering message That if those morons think they can start removing rights After having nearly 50 years of them in place That there's going to be some retribution at the polls
0: Yeah, and see, I just wasn't sure that that was like top of the mind With enough uh, voters
1: Well, clearly, it was and you know, uh, Mr. Keynes, women have actually turned every election since 1980. Uh, they're more likely to be uh, registered to vote and more likely to turn out than men. Uh, but but, but of course, you don't get that from uh, any of the reporting that we're seeing. You know, it's the economy, stupid. Yeah? Well, no. Sure. I mean, everybody feels the pinch at the gas pump in the, the, the grocery store. But uh, interestingly... Most of those uh, actualities that are uh, collected and we see plastered across the uh, (laughs) largely mainstream media news, they're all from men. A
0: lot of white
1: guys. A whole lot of white guys. I mean, in every state that had referendums of uh, ballot measures regarding reproductive freedoms, it passed. Now, to me, actually, a big surprise was Kansas (laughs) <laughs> that it it rejected uh, an anti-abortion amendment Kentucky, too Kind of a surprise there As uh, many Republicans voted in favor of the right to choose there Even though it has uh, to Now, I guess, as I understand it It has to go before the, the courts or something To kind of get it all sorted out But the organizers uh, there say The uh, will of the people will prevail Michigan was a huge win Voters there said, uh, hey Put it in the state constitution. And uh, that would, of course, ensure the right that it's permanent.
0: Yeah, they had a pretty good day there. Uh, That governor held on to her job.
1: Yeah, that was a a, a really close race again. So many of them. Hell, our gubernatorial race here in Oregon is still sort of undecided at the time we uh, we're recording this.
0: The other thing that was kind of cool is that those uh, MAGA-crats overwhelmingly lost in pretty much every damn race they were in
1: yeah specifically the orange guys endorsed ones now uh, JD Vance being the uh, one of the major uh, if you can call it a <laughs> success story but uh, he didn't really he didn't really want or need the orange guy support at all
0: and it looks like that whack bat from Colorado Lauren Bobert uh, looks like it's Too close to call, but probably going to lose as well. Uh, I guess she's going to have to take that up with the guy upstairs since, you know, it's all about his will and all that.
1: You know, I'm thinking the guy upstairs voted blue this year. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You know, and I know there were some upsets, too. The Congress is going to be a cartoon food fight from here forward. Uh, You know, I'm sure (laughs) there's going to be ridiculous legislative investigations. They're going to queue them up, you know, as sort of a... Revenge tactic for the last four or five years of, uh, in in my humble opinion anyway, proper oversight that was going on then
0: Yeah, they'll probably try to impeach Biden and cancel the J6 hearings and all that shit
1: Yeah, it's going to be a very bumpy ride for for a while
0: The good thing is that I think finally the orange guy and his maggoteers have shown that uh, voters just don't respond to that message
1: At all Clearly The troubling thing is that in Congress We we still got a bunch of them in there And a few of them actually uh, look like they're kind of white supremacist leaning So we're going to have to watch that Well,
0: you know, I mean, but Mitch McConnell has been there for years
1: (laughs) Well, he's a lot of things (laughs) But uh, not sure he's quite that far to the right there But uh, who knows, right? No, there's some new faces in there. I mean, we're just going to have to see um, what happens there. Friends, let's just uh, take a uh, short break at this point, and uh, we shall return on the flip side.
0: I still don't understand what's going on. TheFuseBoxShow.com. Tragic
1: journals. Day 117, I found the half-cat. And we are back, bro. And thank you, sir. Uh, Speaking of voting, as uh, some of you who... uh, Follow the uh, Fusebox Instagram and Facebook feeds there Oh, and thank you, uh, by the way, if you do that If you haven't, please do Well, you may have noticed uh, uh, We've had uh, several posts during the last program That urged folks to get out and vote Well, kind of like this one
0: Vote like our freedoms depend on it
1: Because they do And uh, that one right there, featuring the dulcet tones of our partner in audio crime, Jeff Pollard, we were very motivated to uh, add our humble voices to the growing... Make
0: that growling voices.
1: <laughs> yeah, in some cases, yeah. Well, uh, we wanted to be in the choir there and just add to the din that uh, restates uh, what should have been flapping obvious and and that some personal freedoms are hanging in the balance Going forward,
0: yeah, and some have already been hacked to pieces.
1: Yeah, something that this election result will definitely influence for sure. So, it, it's a thing, and and it's and it's an important thing. So we we noticed a few comments uh, regarding our posts that clearly had some, uh, shall we say, opposing views. One calling us, and I quote, "the liberal elite."
0: Don't you drive a Kia?
1: (laughs) Yes, but I have a chauffeur, Mr. Keynes.
0: Limousine! Yay! (laughs) (laughs)
1: Right. Of course, uh, that's a ridiculous characterization, but it's also the sort of speak-only-from-the-talking-points kind of uh, response I expect to see.
0: I was digging the hell out of it myself. Yeah? Sure. I mean, like it, hate it. But do something. That's what engagement is all about, right?
1: Why, Mr. Keynes, are you getting social media savvy in your old age?
0: Whatever. (laughs) Frankly, I I think any reaction is a positive, bro. Even if it means I want to punch you in the
1: face. There are many who agree with that. Uh, My take is that I'm all in for the informed discourse. But when it starts to degenerate into that uh, illogical or even outright (laughs) ridiculous or unsubstantiated claim of stuff like Jewish space lasers or stolen elections directed by dead South American heads of state. Cannibal vampires in control of everything. I draw the line.
0: Cannibal
1: vampires, you say? Yeah. Huh. Gonna do some... uh, Research, yeah. yeah. Well, be that as it couldn't. While we're on that uh, social media thing, uh, if you haven't checked us out there on uh, the uh, Instagram thingy, our social media maven, Regina Carroll, has been busy on that platform. Well, actually, all of them, really. But some fun stuff has uh, been appearing there on the uh, Insta of Gram feed. So I invite you humbly to follow us on that there thing. Uh, We're findable, not fungible, but we are findable at uh, Fusebox Show. And that's, again, at... Fuse box show. There's no the a handy link in the show notes uh, right down there as well. So,
0: did you get that note from Regina the other day about our uh, audience stats?
1: Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean,
0: we're big in Indonesia, buddy.
1: Yeah, that's no joke. And uh, we we also seem to have <laughs> some rather significant following from uh, Germany in this last uh, post. Uh, apparently, um, Berlin is a, is a favorite. Yeah, I, I'm just delighted. To learn that I I, I mean who knew
0: Well you know 270 million people Live in
1: Indonesia Well that Yeah That's a significant number man That's more
0: than Utah
1: Yeah and I'd be inclined More than Altoona (laughs) Well surely more More than Bayonne (laughs) We get the point (laughs) A sizable number Indeed Uh, The audience for this show uh, is always a uh, fascinating topic for me because of the uh, radio stations that we've been honored to uh, include in this ever-growing Fusebox family here. See, uh, the station streaming component has enabled us to pick up a few ears here and there who uh, otherwise might not have found our humble program, and we are eternally grateful for that.
0: Yeah, the podcasting universe is getting pretty packed
1: these days. It is. It really is. And... uh, As a matter of fact, we were discussing that at uh, one of the recent uh, production meetings, and and I guess we kind of all agreed that the main component of success in this thing, um, along with a great social media strategy, is consistency. So many of the uh, newer shows that you see appearing, well, you know, they might do one or two or even get through several months of programs, but to stay consistent and uh, show up with a consistent quality Kind of separates the wheat from the chaff, as they say Yeah,
0: and bro, we're staring down the barrel of beginning
1: nine years (laughs) Yes, we are Yes, we are In January, we will begin our ninth year of this show
0: I'd say that's consistent
1: Might even be bordering on obsessive
0: Yeah, it's it's good to have a hobby
1: (laughs) It is indeed Well, you know, it keeps us from loitering in those abandoned Kmart parking lots at night, you know? You know, we do have some uh, cool stuff planned for the upcoming year, too. I know we're going to do a uh, look back at the previous year, a live show, actually. That'll be at uh, Suicide Sally's in the early parts of January. A couple of uh, fascinating interviews with folks that I have been wanting to get to for actually a few years. And it looks like we're finally going to get the chance to do that. But uh, more on that as it firms up.
0: So uh, what about that thing we were talking about yesterday? You know that uh paranormal poop
1: parade. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, thanks for reminding me. I I, uh, I did want to mention this idea actually. Um, as a brief, and I assure you, brief backstory here. The other day, I happened to drop the needle on a Netflix series called The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch.
0: Uh you know, at first I thought you were talking about the Lucasfilm's post house And I was thinking, they have a secret? What, they are the droids you're looking for?
1: <laughs> very nice, very nice, Mr. Cain, little thing. <laughs> uh, No, not, not Skywalker, Skinwalker And uh, it's actually a section of property Several hundred acres, in fact, in northern Utah Which has uh, purported to be the site of numerous paranormal activities over the decades And uh, this uh, limited series was uh, going to take us deep inside And allow us to be witness to the bizarre and truly otherworld events transpiring there Didn't buy it, huh? Well, no Well, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say that I, I always have a healthy respect for unexplained phenomena that, uh, well, seriously, <laughs> we probably all encountered something that kind of, sort of, defies rational explanation. Well, so here's the deal. The the uh, Native American history of this area, specifically from the uh, Navajo and uh, Ute nations, is really rich. And, and I, for one, don't doubt for a moment that things that have gone down there Are pretty strange from time to time The uh, Navajo are not keen to speak of the uh, namesake of the property The uh, Skinwalker And of course not It's a deep part of their culture And uh, you know, to be honest with you Not really ready for prime time Or certainly Whitey's prime time You understand what I'm saying?
0: Well, according to this, the place has been uh, owned by a lot of folks, evidently. From 1934 to 1994, it was owned by Kenneth and Edith Myers. From 94 to 96, by Terry and Gwen Sherman. And then from 96 to 2016, by famous billionaire guy Robert Bigelow.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was the first guy to set up a research station on the property back then.
0: And finally, some uh, real estate tycoon guy named... uh
1: Brandon Fugel. Via his company, Admantium Real Estate LLC. And this, friends, is where the poot hits the fan. Exactly. Admantium Real Estate LLC uh, is a company that's based in Salt Lake City, Utah... And it filed a U.S. trademark application for the service mark Skinwalker Ranch on February 15, 2017. That's about a year after he bought it. And uh, was subsequently approved and registered on April 14, 2020, with the mark applicable to, here it comes, friends, providing recreation facilities, entertainment services, namely, creation, development, production, and distribution of multimedia content, internet content, motion pictures, and television shows. And an additional trademark filing to expand use on... Are you sitting down? Cups and mugs, shirts, and short-sleeved shirts, sports caps, and hats. And that was filed by Adamantium Real Estate LLC on June 21st. 2021, and was approved and registered on July 12, 2022. Wait, what? Yep, old Brandon there. He saw gold in them thar hills. Paranormal gold.
0: Occult cash.
1: Can I get an amen? So, um, this series purports to take the viewer uh, inside this place and uh, bear witness to all the hyper-strange and paranormal events that seemingly happen... On a daily basis Oh, by the way uh, Two seasons of this uh, program Were produced by the History Channel In 2020 and 2021 A third season apparently is either in production Or has been done And can be seen uh, under your bed somewhere Actually, my issue really was With the credibility of this uh, team of alleged uh, experts And the clearly staged beyond rational belief Actual events and uh, what to me anyway, seem to be uh, just gigantic missed opportunities to confirm some of the findings in uh, in a most uh, direct way and not at all vague. Thank you
0: Like what exactly
1: well i'll, I'll give you I'll give you an example um, at one point. These experts, uh, they start hearing uh, noises and rumblings coming from a, a basement in a dwelling set up on the property, and they decide to investigate, and that's logical and perfectly fine. So they narrow the search down to an area behind a wall, which seems to be newly constructed, and uh, the walls are really thick. They seem to be like one to three feet thick, pretty pretty big. So they decide to drill into this area to try to reveal what's behind this wall, and uh, do discover a room with no doors, no windows, and for the most part, pretty clear of any, you know, debris and rubbish and all that kind of stuff, except for this little pile that looks like burnt debris. So uh, they scoop up some of this debris and uh, take it back to the command center and plop it under the microscope and determine that it's definitely burned debris that seems to be the remains of some organic material. Are those teeth? May them be ribs? Am it moldy hair? Okay, so my thought is, well, up to this point, guys, you've used what appears to the TV audience, anyway. Quasi-sophisticated RF monitors, and uh, they shoot uh, weather balloons up into the air to get readings. They've done uh, radiation tests and assorted other things requiring the experts to frown a lot and look very serious. So one would think that since your billionaire tycoon guy is bankrolling all these tests and hiring other companies to come out and do these tests that a simple run of this uh, highly mysterious animal debris to a local forensics lab would be like a no-brainer. And? Never did it. They just left that like a pickled pig head in a bowl of oatmeal. Uh! Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Yeah, I gotta say, too, all the logos of these, uh, like, other companies... Yeah? They all look like they were designed by the same person. Well...
0: Is Utah.
1: Well, maybe so. Maybe we'll get Mr. Pollard's uh, expert view on that and find out if it's in fact so. Uh, We got uh, rocket launches, uh, mysterious alpaca abuses, and a host of other things so random and vague that it seems to be. Really only serving to kind of sell the anticipation and the promise of something really significant just about to happen right this second, but nothing really happens.
0: Well, uh, hey, if it's any consolation, it appears that in 1996, renowned skeptic James Randi awarded the former owner, Robert Bigelow, a Pegasus Award. (laughs) for funding the purchase for funding the purchase of the ranch and for supporting john e max and bud hopkins investigations the award category designated bigelow as quote the funding organization that supported the most useless study of a supernatural paranormal or occult event
1: <laughs> oh that's perfect So, uh, friends, all this has led me to the incontrovertible truth that uh, these things must be addressed. And uh, I have therefore decided to do a a semi-regular series of explorations into these uh, paranormal poot-fests, applying some TV post-production knowledge And and, well, just plain common sense And place these observations um, on the Patreon feed For all that are interested in such pursuits of truth and clarity
0: Now, just so we don't get haunted into some dark hole of hell You're not going to debunk the ghost thing, right?
1: No, 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 no no. My mission here is to just illustrate what is going on in the production Okay? I'm not going to chase fake paranormal stuff. This isn't an amazing Randy show. No, let's face it. Things rarely happen when the director says action in these types of situations. It takes some manipulation to, uh, you know, dial in the type of activity that you're trying to capture.
0: Oh, so like Wild Kingdom.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so like Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. Or really... Most wildlife shows, right? You rarely get those critters to give you the footage you're looking for right out of the box That's just not going to happen You you might have to assist (laughs) the action just a little bit
0: Let's have old ranger Jim wrestle with the 79-foot-long anaconda In a swamp filled with crocodiles
1: Yeah, and maybe some piranha just for added underwater photographic tension, right? Right Well, so, I'll have a little uh, preview of what I'm talking about on the uh, next show to give you an idea of what to expect on uh, that thing, right? Looking forward to doing these.
0: All right, well, you know, just don't burst a neck vein or anything. I know how these things get to you.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll work on that. And with that, we'll call it a show, friends. But uh, not before thanking our contributors to this edition of the show, Timothy Greenwood for splendid ideification, and Jeff Pollard. Thanks as well for the truly paranormal technical assistance of the Archbishop of Amplitude over there, Milt Keynes.
0: pleasure as always. And uh, folks, we'd really appreciate it if you'd subscribe to this here show from uh, wherever you might have found us. Hell, leave us a 7 out of 4 star review, if you could. Helps us a whole bunch.
1: Yes, sir. And you know what else helps us a whole bunch? Is for you to join the Box Elite.
0: Well, I should have meant our secret word.
1: <laughs> yeah, go ahead, hit it anyway. Thank you. Indeed, it should be. Come join the Box Elite <laughs> over on Patreon where you can get all kinds of exclusive content and uh, even an opportunity to be on this here show. Mm-hmm, kid you not. Find us at patreon.com forward slash thefuseboxshow. A uh, link, as always, in the show notes as well to that and all the other places that we can be found.
0: A uh, quick mention, too, of the Fusebox store also located in those show notes for all kinds of swag uh, from the show here.
1: It is rapidly approaching that time of year, friends. We definitely appreciate your patronage. I have been your measured for dangerous radiation with a stud finder host, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon...
0: view.